0: Hey everyone, this is Andrew Vallone. I am running the Harvest Tour this year in September. I've been running it since 2012. It's the first time I did a food and wine tour. And back then, uh, I don't think there were a whole lot of food and wine tours in this part of the world. I think they were like Italy and France and what have you. Um, but I just figured this is the best way for people to meet and talk with locals and get, this, get their stories of how they... Started their business or how their traditions have been or how they make certain things, and it really caught on. Um, I was pleasantly surprised. So, yeah, I've been doing it for about 12 years now, and I just wanted to give a little intro, kind of talk about some of the things that we do and see and experience on the Harvest Tour. Not exactly every single detail because you could read the daily itinerary on our website. because the harvest tour actually works for people who aren't just foodies or aren't you know have massive collections of wine i think you can be kind of come from any walk of life and and really enjoy this because of the experience and the personal interaction Uh, so i just want to give a little insight into some of the cool things uh that go on on the harvest tour Um, and we have a couple spots open for this september's harvest tour and quite a few more for the 2024 Harvest Tour. So one of the first the first thing we do on on day one, we're going to actually spend the first three nights at a really cool. It's somewhere between glamping and cabins in the forest. It's really, really beautiful and peaceful. And um, I went there last year with some guests, and everyone loved it, and I said, okay, we need to stick this into my harvest tour, because it's a perfect way to start. You're going to be in the Vipapa Valley, which is one of the small micro-regions in western Slovenia, and it's such a great way to just wake up every day uh, amongst the, the, this uh, forest, and you're you're right next to all these vineyards, so of course... First things first, we will go to a vineyard called Lepavida a winery. And just to give you an idea, other than, you're, yes, you're going to be tasting a lot of wines, and yes, you're going to have some amazing charcuterie and wine snacks, as I call them. But here, like, one of the things that's so interesting is back in the late 80s, before Slovenia was independent, it was part of Yugoslavia, uh, and there was just wine cooperatives, but there was an uh, artist starting to make Special wine bottles for certain families and I think he made six or seven of them and they have one of them and they still bottle one of their wines in Um, So you get the story of of that and and what the shape means and what it means to their family Um, And you get a little bit of history, too You learn about uh, how a lot of the young women who lived in this part of Slovenia uh, pre-first world war we're going to Egypt to, to be wet nurses in the uh, for those who were living and working at the Suez Canal. So there's all sorts of things that are not just about the wine, um, but uh, the way they explain them and the little stories kind of interact and uh, intermingle with the actual let's talk wine and things like that. Um, and then we have, a, for our first night dinner, we have a very special meal at a one Michelin star restaurant. And this is the kind of restaurant actually where the owner, who's also the, sh- the chef, greets people. So um, you can go and have a lot of very expensive and a lot of amazing Michelin star experiences. And it's very difficult to actually meet the chef. Um, and here uh, Tomash comes out and greets everyone. He's a really nice guy. He actually writes uh, children's cookbooks, uh, which I have one of those. My daughter uses it from time to time. Uh, so it's it's an amazing experience it's at a chateau about less than a mile from where we are staying at um so it's it's i i like to have this to start out with because most of the rest of the tour i i like more uh home style and rustic and um and let's say not art on a plate but it's fun to to try out kind of the art on a plate places and this is a is a special place for, for not just for the food and the way they design the food uh, but it's a lot of fun uh, one of the things we will do also when we're in this uh, v papa valley is we're going to learn a little bit about uh, organic wine making and natural winemaking making uh, with a winemaker who actually has concrete eggs to store some of his wine in uh, we'll also be visiting a cheese maker who ages their cheese in bunkers that the Italians built in the 1920s because in the 1920s this part of Slovenia was was part of Italy which they got after the First World War and so we're actually gonna walk through uh, hunch down a little bit through some of these uh, bunkers that they used as water cisterns underground uh, and see where they aged their cheese so not your not your typical ex- experience um, we have uh we are also going to be uh, visiting a um a winemaker in uh, the garish Berda region that does skin contact wines which is something that's very popular in this part of slovenia and also the part of italy that's right next to uh, slovenia they're also called macerated wines or amber wines or orange wines so we're going to get introduced to that because we'll have them a few different places but one of the places that I love to go to is Kabai, which is a winery that also has a great five-course meal paired with each of their wines. So that's always a special um, experience. Um, we're also going to go to some places in Slovenia that a lot of people miss out on. And in fact, you know, to be honest, this tour does not have the two main places that everyone goes to, which is Lake Bled and Ljubljana, the capital. But that's why I suggest everyone come in early and they could see both. Um, but, uh, we're more focused on the food and the wine and experiences and then meeting these, these local producers. So we'll go to the Eastern part of Slovenia and we'll meet with people who make pumpkin seed oil, which is something that really only people in Northern Croatia, Eastern Slovenia and this, um, Asteria region of Austria, which is, which is close to both Hungary and Slovenia make. They press, uh, pumpkin seed and it's is a really rich and dark uh, green colored oil. It's fantastic. Everyone who tries it loves it and wants to get it and it's not so easy to get in the U.S. or Canada. Um, It's great on salads but the best thing is to put it on really good French vanilla ice cream. It's fantastic. So we're going to meet we're going to see how that's made and we're going to meet a young couple that make amazing chocolates at their at their farmhouse and we're going to meet a woman who is a second-generation female winemaker, probably the best view of any winery I know in Slovenia. You look into, the, uh, into uh, Austria from there. We're, we're really close to the border with Austria. Um, and uh, her daughter is now going to be the third-generation female winemaker in the family. So those are some of the things we're going to do in the eastern part of Slovenia. We're also gonna be in the Istria region, which is mainly uh, in Croatia. A little bit of it is in Slovenia. And just a tiny sliver is in Italy. It's like historic cultural region that used to be all, let's say, one place before there were countries and there were more just empires. It was all part of the Habsburg Empire. Um, And there we're gonna go truffle hunting. So if if you like truffles or don't like truffles, doesn't matter because the dogs who hunt for truffles do like truffles. They like the way they smell. So we're going to go trouncing around in the forests uh, underneath some little hill towns in the countryside of Istria looking for truffles. And of course, we'll have, whether we find some or not, and about 95% of the time we do find truffles, uh, we will have a nice truffle lunch there. Uh, we're also going to visit with a real, with the. with I would say the only only place I know in only winemaker I know in Europe that that makes wine and and keeps bees so they make their own honey and they do a very special tasting where they pair their honey with some local cheeses on a spoon and wine and it's kind of like a one-shot deal you have the wine and the spoon of honey and cheese and it's fantastic it sounds kind of crazy but it tastes really great and it's one of those places where You spend a lot more time than you think you're going to spend uh, because uh, everyone there is so chatty and they're always going to offer you something else. And I'd say in general on our tours, especially this one, uh, we might say, hey, we're going to taste four wines, but it's usually going to be more than that, sometimes significantly more than that. Um, just a tip, if you go on the tour and you, re- you want to try more wines, just talk to the winemaker about whatever it is. Be enthusiastic, ask them questions. Once they hear that you're interested and want to know more, then they bring out more wines uh, and more stories, which is great. Um, so, uh, and, and Another thing we, we do in Istria, which a lot of people who've been on tours with us in Croatia always love, is this goat farm that makes amazing uh, goat cheese and they cook family style so they just have a massive table of food kind of buffet family style the cheeses are amazing and then so is the cooking and a lot of times you're going to get goat here um, and they they do it um they cook it under a metal bell Uh, so it's kind of like a dutch oven style they call it pekka or pod pekka Uh, And that is something that you have to try when you're in Croatia, or I would say anywhere in the Balkans, you should you should be able to get this style of cooking meat because you slow cook meat with some potatoes. And it's off the charts amazing. So we go here, the owner is a little, uh, he's actually a Slovene who uh, bought some property in Croatia and needed to clear all the land out uh, from, the, from the shrubs. And so he bought all these goats and then ended up with all this goat milk and then decided, I'll watch some YouTube videos and learn how to make goat cheese. And now he's the uh, premier goat cheese maker in all of Croatia. So those are the interesting stories uh, that you find out when you go to these places. And that's, I think, what people really love as much as the actual food they're eating and the wine or the gin that they're tasting. And uh, that's a good reminder to, to let you know that Slovenia has gotten into gin recently. So we are going to have a gin tasting when we're in the eastern part of Slovenia. So if you if you like gin, I think you'll 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 have a great time. If you don't know anything about gin, like I did last year, then you you'll learn quite a bit. And then the the last uh, kind of. Part of the tour is going to be in the countryside in, in Slovenia, very close to where I live, uh, called the Karst region. And we're going to meet with a, a couple that makes uh, olive oil, but they're certified organic. So you get to learn about how the certification process goes here and how everything else goes and how like why certain years are, are really bad and others are uh, really good. Usually they kind of alternate and you'll learn a l- little bit about the, the whole harvest process. and just kind of making your making your lifestyle just from from olives, and we have an amazing uh, lunch with all uh, organic certified products overlooking the Adriatic Sea and some old salt flats that the Venetians started about six or seven hundred years ago, and they still make salt from these flats and sell them, which is a, one of those non-edible. Well, it is edible, but a lot of people buy the uh, bath salts. But that's one of those um, easy to bring home gifts. Uh, from Slovenia, is the salt from uh, from uh, Piran, uh, which you can find many different places. Uh, but we're also going to be meeting with a winemaker and having dinner at his place. We're going to stay at a Agriturismo in the countryside where pretty much everything they make, I think other than their beef and their cheese, is all from their own farm. And they make a delicious honey ice cream with the, from their own honey. So, um, yeah, there's all sorts of... Uh, great food experiences and and mainly wine experiences there's some craft beer here now too so that there's a be an opportunity for that there's also some grappa and some schnapps and some schlievovitz and gin and other things like that but there's an abundance of stories and interesting characters um to be honest this is the one tour i never get bored running because it's not so much about the places you see although it's the countryside here and the vineyards where everything set is, is beautiful and uh, gorgeous views and you can have plenty of things to share on Instagram. But I really, it's really just about meeting these people. And now they're my friends. And I think a lot of people who take the tour come away uh, having them as, as their friends. And they come away with, with learning something more about the culture, about the history, about some of these families, what they've done or what they've done for, for uh, many generations and also what some of them are doing is is uh, as kind of new innovations because there's a lot of young people making wine now and either trying different things or going back to things that their grandparents or great grandparents used to do so lots of stories and experiences and every day you're kind of in touch with local people so i uh encourage you check out the harvest tour as i've said before this is for slovenia this is the best tour i can offer um, it's the most authentic and memorable and every day there's, there's gonna be so many things, uh, so many things to look forward to, uh, and you won't go hungry. Let's just say that. And yes, as Sarah has mentioned, this is one of those stretchy pants tours, probably like extra pair of stretchy pants. Uh, would be good to, to, to pack one of those for this tour. So join us on the harvest tour. We do have two spots available. Uh, for this coming year, I'm, I am looking for a couple, but we, if you are two friends traveling together, we can talk. It might also work as well. We're just very limited on our lodgings because I've chosen some very, very boutique lodgings. So we don't have many rooms in certain places. That's why uh, we're at kind of limited space. So if you're interested, uh, please send me an email um or if you already know that you want to do this uh you can book and of course um we've got harvest tour 2024 that will be to the available to the general public uh i believe the 10th of may so if you can't make it this year think about next year anyway enjoy ciao